Yo, what's up? How's it going? You feeling all right? Feeling good? Feeling frustrated? How are you feeling? I am feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty calm. I've been feeling very calm lately um, in my life. Dude, like it feels really good just like to not feel so anxious all the time. And I feel like that comes from doing jujitsu. It just feels so good to be back on those mats again. And when I walk through the world and I feel pain from soreness from doing jujitsu, it makes me feel proud. It makes me feel really good in my body to feel like Bro, like this pain comes from learning how to be a warrior. This pain comes from learning an extremely valuable skill. And this skill is extremely valuable. And it takes a long time to learn this skill. It takes on average 10 years for someone to get a black belt. It's... And it's so beautiful. It's such a beautiful sport. Goodness gracious, it's so beautiful. You know, I, I learn so much about life when I when I'm training. Cause you're you're literally fighting to the death. Like if you were out in the wilderness and this is a hundred thousand years ago, and you came across somebody and you got into a fight and you ended up in this grappling match and it was a fight to the death, like that's what it simulates. Like a fight to the death. Somebody trying to get into a position to strangle you or to break something. An arm, a leg, a wrist, a knee. It's intense. And it's so beautiful. And I've been feeling a lot more relaxed. And a lot less anxious. And I'm so grateful to that. I'm so happy about that. And one thing that jujitsu does is it immerses me into the present moment. Because when you're fighting for your life, right? You're fighting to death. You are 100% present. It brings you to the present moment. And that sense of presence lasts with you afterwards because when you're in a fight to the death you really get to see what kind of animal you are because you are we are animals i think it's retarded when people somehow think that we're not animals it's retarded and we have animalistic traits about us we're still very tribal and we aren't taught about our own human nature we're not like it's like distraction like don't think about what's going on here don't think about how deep life is don't wake up to the fact that wait a second we're living on this ball what the fuck is going on here it's distraction to control the
the minds of people and to distract them from themselves and distract them from the crazy feeling of enlightenment that like what the fuck like when you look around you really are like wow i'm actually fucking alive here on this earth this is crazy this is a wild ass experience and the fact that everybody's not like running around like dude what the fuck is going on here is it baffles me it's crazy it's crazy because like what the fuck is happening here like we're, we're these creatures we're these animals and we we have a primal side to us you know like people can be good but people are also really capable of evil people are really capable of of, of evil man and you know you you gotta you gotta learn how to protect yourself or you gotta learn how to defend yourself because what people fight for most of all is your brain they want they want you to be defenseless against them when it comes to your brain they want to control your brain they want to control your mind and when you are able to defend against that like whew, that, that gives you a lot of fucking power but the thing is the best way to defend against that is don't engage in it at all you can't engage in it because the moment you think no i'm above that no the truth is you're not you're very easily influenced as humans, we're very easily influenced. It's ridiculous how easily influenced um, we are. And it's far better to not have that in your brain whatsoever than to feel like you can dance with it. You're going to lose because that voice is strong. That voice is very strong. And it does, it does sink into your mind. It does. We are permeable creatures. It's easy to influence us. Even if you know the principles, what's happening, you still get influenced by them. Even if you are also aware that it's happening. And not just that, but as humans, we have basic foundational needs right like maslow had his hierarchy of needs so at the very bottom of it was safety right you got to have a safe place to be and shelter whatever it is and that's at the, that's at the very base level and the thing is with this huge crazy uproar in, in the world through the media it they, they take our sense of safety away how do you manipulate an animal who prioritizes safety, you threaten to take it away. And that's why fear is so powerful. And they use fear to control the masses because it takes away their safety. And now they're dependent on this thing for safety. And they feel like they have to, they, they have no choice because they're so fearful that they have to continuously watch it because it 
I don't know what it does, but fuck, dude. And there's a lot, and there's a lot of people out here, not just like from like psychological like unsafety, but actually physically feel unsafe. You know, like you feel unsafe, and not only do you not feel unsafe for yourself, you also feel like your family is a little unsafe. You know, like that, like how crazy is it? We we hear this all the time that. Back in the day, like, dude, when I was a kid, we played. I'm so grateful that I had a childhood where we got to play. And, man, I used to, sixth grade, get on my bicycle, go to the park. I'll be playing basketball all day. And then I'll come home when the lights come on. And then that's it, right? Like, no cell phone. Like, my parents weren't tripping. Like, oh, my God, what's going to? Like, dude, it's crazy. Think about that. They have taken away so much of our safety that we don't even allow our kids to play and live the life that we've also, you know, got to experience. Nothing's changed. What all, you're telling me all of a sudden within the last 50 years, all of a sudden it's unsafe for kids to be in the world. All, like what? So they rob us of that, but also you you feel concerned not necessarily for other psychological safety, but people that you love, you care about their physical safety. You want them to be safe. And you want them to feel safe. And knowing jujitsu is making me feel safe with myself. Making me feel like, hey, you know what? I have nothing to worry about. I'm I'm good. If something happens, I'm good. And there's this sense of calmness. The sense of just like, I'm good. It feels really good. Now, I don't feel I've gotten to the point just yet where I feel that I can fully confidently defend myself all the way yet. I I still think a bigger opponent who is untrained can still um, really have a chance to, to beat me in a fight. So I have a lot more training to do. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Because at least I know where I'm at. I'm not. I'm not walking around while I'm feeling more confident. I don't have a crazy delusional sense of com- confidence. It's like, hey, you know what? I'm good enough to where I feel like, okay, in a scrap, I feel. I feel like I can do okay. I feel like I know enough, but against someone who's bigger and stronger than me, maybe not so much. But I can. I'm still just feeling like. Just feeling less anxious. I had just got interviewed to rework at LA Fitness. Maybe, what, uh, about two hours ago, three hours ago now. And on my way to LA Fitness, I just felt very calm. I felt very relaxed. I didn't feel nervous. This, those parts, you know, there's a couple of parts where I'm like, 
once at one point I was like, I feel like I should at least be like some kind of like anxious or tension inside because usually when I feel that anxiousness or tenseness, like I'm able to rise above it. And I, I feel like it's, I feel that it helps me out with, dang, I don't like how I'm about to say this word, but it's it's true. It helps me out with performing and putting on my charisma mask. And I'm so used to running that pattern of putting on my charisma mask. When I when I see people, when I meet people, I know how to wow them from from a first impression. And I'm able to really bring in enough energy and I have enough depth and I just am able to be able to direct the conversation into a, a certain way that is beneficial. But I was feeling really calm. I was chilling. And as I walked up to the gym, just still felt, you know, calm, relaxed, walking a little bit slow. Not too slow. But I'm present. I walk in and I introduce myself. And we begin talking. And I was relaxed the whole time, but I was very confident. Out of out of big, like, suave about me looking back and I just felt very relaxed in the interaction I just felt really good and to me why this is such a huge accomplishment for me to feel this way is for majority of my life I've had a tremendous amount of anxiety and I think if, but if I think about it, I think it comes from like feeling unsafe. And, I, and I'm just realizing that as I speak right now on this podcast, like as I, I, I've told this before, but when my mom was pregnant with me, my dad got sentenced to prison. And but not even just that, but like while she was pregnant, like my dad, this is from stories I've heard. My dad will come home looking all like dirty and like. Um, like no one knows where he was at. He would just be gone for a while, but he wasn't. He didn't have a job, and like, what, where, what's going on with him? So she was really, he was really putting my mom through a lot during the pregnancy, and then he gets sentenced to prison for two years, and then my mom's brother dies of AIDS two months before I'm born. So, man, my mom must have felt so unsafe when she was pregnant with me and that feeling of unsafety i feel i've held on to that and i don't like these days i don't like to exaggerate so much but i will say that i've had this just underlying sense of anxiety for as long as I can remember, just so anxious, so, so anxious. Oh my God, man. Like this shit has been pervasive my entire life. My entire life. Just feeling like you don't know what's gonna happen and you know, there's a feeling of powerlessness, you know, growing up and seeing my dad attack my mom and I'm five years old, 
the doors close or um, the door will be open. But I'm like, bro, I can't, I can't protect her. There's nothing I can do to stop this. And being a kid and experiencing that sense of powerlessness on top of not feeling safe. And when I was a baby, my my older sister would uh, babysit me sometimes. And I would cry a lot. I would be crying all the time. And I must have been, I don't know, two. You know, they, they said I cried a lot as a baby. Um, she's, I, I would cry a lot. And she didn't know how to, you know, handle that. Like, she, she's not a mom. She was like 12, 13, 14 years old. She was a kid having to take care of a kid. And she's like, man, she didn't know how to deal with it. So she would just leave me in the room and let me cry my eyes out until I would stop. And um, there's just different times where I moved to a, a, a new place and I had to build my social circle up all over again as a, as a child. <sighs> Dude, like there was so much pain that, that came with that and just feeling like, dang, bro, like just like that, I can be uprooted. I'm just realizing all this stuff right now in terms of just how unsafe that I, I felt and just how much I fucking love jujitsu because it's giving me this feeling that I've been yearning for my entire life. This feeling that I'm good, this feeling that... um. just a feeling of safety man like feeling like i can protect myself and i spent a lot of time trying to run away from myself i remember when i was training my marathon i i i, I hated myself so much you know I, i've had a lot of self-hate in my life and when i was training for my marathon i don't say that to get pity from you i'm just saying this is i just fucking honest um, I remember I was on this run. It might have been like a four or five mile run. And uh, maybe around like mile two or mile three, I started chanting to myself. I was saying it out loud over and over and over again. I was saying, old Greg is dead. Old Greg is dead. Old Greg is dead. Over and over. Just fucking hypnotizing myself in terms of like, no, bro, like who it is that I was like, that's. There was just so much shame. I was trying to run away from myself. I, I was just trying to not accept, you know, being, I was afraid to ex accept certain aspects of myself. And really, like, when I traveled and I worked as an entrepreneur, all this kind of stuff, like, I really did that because I just felt that having enough validation from people would make me feel good about myself. And it's so crazy because I, I had a lot of fun while traveling. I man, so much fun. I you had the fucking time of my life. Uh that shit was just so cool, man. Um but at the same time it was very it was very topical. It was very like okay, this is cool, but it wasn't like something super deep. Um and like that I was experiencing, although I would have moments where they were profound, where I'm just looking at some 
architecture and I'm like, wow, this, this has, this obviously took a couple hundred years to fucking make this building. Like the, the fucking attention to detail of, of this shit is just like, what the fuck? So, you know, I definitely had moments of, um, things being profound. Uh, however, you know, it just wasn't, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. I thought I was going to be able to just succeed my way into feeling good about myself. That's what I really, that was the, that was the belief I had. And it makes sense. If you show yourself, like it totally makes sense to the person who hasn't achieved enough to, to know that achieving doesn't solve feelings of unworthiness. Um, you haven't achieved enough or you haven't achieved something really big yet. And it's crazy because a lot of people go through life holding on to uh, this delusion that like this false hope, like one day I'll, I'll go and I'll make that leap and I'll go do it. And they think they're going to do it and they never fucking do. And they go, they, they fucking die not even realizing that if they were to do that and accomplish it that it probably wouldn't have made them happy anyway and they could have lived a much more richer life instead like but they died holding on to this false hope that wouldn't have made them happy in the first place You know what's going through my head right now? I'm thinking, preach, Pastor Jenkins. I just, I have that. I just picture myself as a a pastor at a black church wearing uh, a white and brown gown with a little, little like 70s afro. Not too big though, just like a little afro. You know how like Muhammad Ali had his flat top? Imagine that, but if he didn't cut the sides, so he still had like a little fro, but it was like that length. And uh, and in, in this vision, I was 50 years old. Yeah, that was uh, that that is the picture that popped into my mind <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> oh man, after that, after I dropped that knowledge, so. Anyway, the the beautiful thing with jujitsu is I, I learn who it is I am as an animal because I show up as my most authentic self on the mat, and I love that. I show up as my real self because you you can't bullshit your way through a fight. You can't bullshit your way through a fight. You can't. <laughs> There's no bullshit. There's no bullshit, and you really get to see yourself and you get to see how you react at your most primal level and that teaches you so much about how you live your life oh my god does that help so much dude because we're primal creatures we make decisions based on we don't we don't even consciously process decisions logically our decisions are made in our fucking lizard brain. You know, you ever, you know, people 
don't trust people because of a fucking gut dis- feeling, right? Even though they might try to convince themselves, like, no, this person might, might be cool. You know, we've all been there, right? We're like, we feel a certain way about somebody. We're like, dang, bro, like, I really don't trust this motherfucker's energy. But then you're like, well, you know, you start to kind of convince yourself of, well, I don't know about that. It might be, you know, they might be cool, whatever it is. But, like, you can't fucking lie to yourself. For some reason, no matter how logically you try to explain your way into trusting this person, you just can't. That decision is not made by you. That decision is made by your limbic brain. And that's the thing. That's how we make decisions. Fucking humans make decisions based on fucking emotion. And what a lot of marketing marketers do is they fucking try to take away your fucking safety, right? And they try to fill it with their product with, oh no, like here, like you need this. And what they do is they play on your fucking limbic brain. Cause they're like, what they're trying to do is destabilize your sense of safety. And they're trying to get you to associate solving that sense of safety by their product. And What jujitsu does is it helps you understand that part of your brain. Because if that is the brain that's running you, well, don't you want to know how it makes decisions? Don't you want to be able to have maybe a little bit more awareness of that voice? When you want to get to know your primal self, like who you are as an animal, you learn that shit on the mats. And you, you see how you show up. You see your purest form of yourself. You see if you are a person who quits, you're, you, you see. The mirror is held up in front of your face. So I'm, I'm very happy about this. I feel really good about this. I'm so happy that I found this. I'm so grateful that I have a school nearby. I am uh, just very happy about the direction that my life is going. I am... And, I, and I'm making other decisions too, like the book. I've been working on the book for about six or seven months. And I got to be honest and transparent with you. My former business partner is a lot more private than I am, and that's okay. I understand that. Kinda. I suppose I, you know what, I take that back. I suppose I don't understand it. I wouldn't say I understand it that um, well, to be honest with you. Just because I feel like I'm an open book. So for me to not i'm naturally an open book and for me not sharing goes against my what feels like my nature and 
this book is uh, driving a wedge between the two of us. Or at least on my end. I can't speak for her. But for me, I'm like, I want to tell the story honestly and transparently, whereas she doesn't want this to be really told. Or she wants it told in a way that supports her image and her brand, how she wants the world to perceive her. And for me, I think to myself, I love you. I'm going to do my best to protect your identity. I'm going to do my best to make sure I don't reveal information that can really actually truly be damaging to your career. But I got to be honest and there's going to be a lot of stuff that you're not going to be happy that I share. And this was a battle I was fighting with myself. I'm, I'll be writing and I am just dealing with so much resistance and I'm like, oh, like, do I really want to, do I really want to deal with this? Do I really want to deal with that kind of energy? And like, do I want to deal with a potential lawsuit? And it's like, is it worth it? Is like, do I really want to do that? And I like the idea. I, I like, you know, I, I definitely believe that I'm going to write a bunch of books in my lifetime because I really do enjoy this process because it does help me become more aware of myself as well, similar to jujitsu, but not to the depth of jujitsu, but I, I do like the the process of writing because it does it, it's it's like jujitsu in the way that it requires consistency that it's very challenging and difficult but it's extremely valuable for your brain and it's and it's extremely valuable for your life like it has those things in common and i i really like that and i really want to dedicate myself to processes that are like that and um yeah and you know i i'm realigning in my life i'll be honest with you i i despise social media as you know i talk about it every single podcast i talk about how much i hate it and i hate it i i if there's anything i hate in this world i hate social media and part of me feels like man i'm going have to play this like social media game I know I, I know I can be like a producer, but like, do I really want to continue like diving into entrepreneurship right now? Like I'm, I'm feeling like my, like what I want is changing and what I value is changing. And I'm having to really be honest with myself and be being open to letting go because if I hold on to something because of how I look, I don't want to be in that position. I want to really be able to be fucking as truthful as I possibly can with myself and 
operate from a place of like it feels good in my body even though it may not make sense to other people around me to me it feels like it's the right decision for me even though other people have strong opinions about it but it feels right for me though and that's where i want to operate from and i don't care what anybody's opinion is because their their opinion cannot make me feel safe about myself and good inside it's just it's impossible so if they don't have the power and i have the power well i'm going to rely on my power i'm going to rely on that that's what i'm going to do so i gotta listen you know listen to myself and i think I don't, I think things change. I think things will evolve. I can't really tell what the future holds. You know, I don't know what five years from now looks like or ten years. That, and, and I thought I had a idea, but I don't. I think I got out of what I wanted from entrepreneurship, at least at this time in my life. And I really want to just uh, kind of let that go i really want to let go of that i want to let go of my past related to that like uh let's just kind of leave that in the past i know that this could really help out a lot of people however i also got to assess my motivations and in, in doing it and i gotta really think about why is it that i'm doing it and one thing that has ruled my life for so long and it's, it seems to be a pattern that's so difficult and challenging to escape is doing things to gain the validation from other people and feeling like just as i mentioned other people's validation you know could translate into into safety it can translate into like i don't know love But, you know, I got to really think about what is it that I, what I really want here? Like, what, what am I chasing? What am I trying to, what am I trying to get? And is what I'm doing really what it is that I want? And, you know, for a long time, I would fantasize about going back to London and the, my friends see me and I'm a transformed person like not like next time you see me i'm going to be more evolved right my career is going to be in a better place right i'm going to level up and thinking about how good my ego is going to feel when they are impressed with how i handled this time and how i grew and evolved during our uh, the time of separation and you know just thinking a lot about that this ego and thinking about how it is that I'm going to look, how is it that I'm going to come across. And I've already experienced it where that that doesn't solve feelings of unworthiness. So I'm like, hmm, well, what is it that I really want right now? Well, I I have a lot of debt. You know, I, I owe I owe people thousands of dollars. I'm probably around twenty thousand dollars in debt. So, um, if I that's like a random ballpark, 
um, number. And I want to I want to be able to start just making uh, efforts to chip away at that. I want to uh, start paying people back because that's you know that's weighing in the back of my my mind. And I want to I want to clear that out. And I also want to do jujitsu, and I want to train jujitsu, and I want to train jujitsu for the next man. I I don't know. I want to do jujitsu for as long as I can. And I don't want to start moving around a lot. Like, I don't want to be destabilized. Like, I want to go to a place and I want to train there as much as I can and really commit a couple years to being at this place and really growing as a student at, at the place. And... Um, I want, yeah, I want to do a lot more jujitsu because I fucking love it. I fucking love jujitsu so fucking much. I'm like, dude, I just want to keep doing this, and I want to fuck bitches. I, I want to fuck bitches, and I want to have a good time too, right? So, I'm, I've been thinking about, okay, well, what job can I get that's a good time and um, heightens my chances of fucking bitches. And I think I got, I think I'm onto something. So I'm gonna be putting in some applications next week. I don't want to uh, directly say it right now, only because just, just things change. And I'm like, oh, I said I was going to do this, but you know, I, th- I think it makes more sense for me to do this instead. But and then, like, I also feel very certain that I'm going to go into this, like, industry. But, uh, so, by the way, it's not porn. It's not porn. Um, I really feel like um, I am going to land something. But I do want to come back and celebrate it with you. And, like, just kind of tell you once I land it. So... Man, so yeah, that's what I want to do, man. Like, I want to let go of the past because, like, to me, I don't want to. I don't really want to be an entrepreneur right now, dude. I want to. I want to have fun, and I want to train jujitsu. That's it. That's what I want to do. I don't, dude. That's what I want to fucking do. That's what I want to do. And I'm smiling fucking ear to ear right now. Oh, man. Jiu-Jitsu is having such a fucking, as I mentioned, just a powerful impact. And that's, that's, that's all I pretty much got for you. I mean, I... I'm I'm moving forward. It feels a little, I I would say bittersweet, but it feels more of like a relief more so than bittersweet. It feels like, yeah, like I don't really want to like deal with a bunch of drama. Like I don't really have the energy for that in my life. Um, That is like not even like, bro. And I, the book is going to take another like six to 12 months to write. 
and just to be living in that emotional turmoil that whole time like dude it's so so draining and i'm like uh it's just not worth it for now and in jujitsu and in life but it really shows in jujitsu that doing the right move at the wrong time is the wrong move and i don't think the book is the right move right now i definitely feel like hey you know what let's actually start paying awesome debts let's let's separate ourselves from this world let's have some fun let's have some sex let's fucking learn how to fight and let's let's have a fucking good time man let's fucking enjoy this shit man let's let's have fun let's do it let's just fucking enjoy ourselves and i'm i'm really excited about that i feel really good i feel really good yeah like my heart's still letting go of you know the entrepreneur life at least right for now right i don't know if i'll return back to it i probably will at some point because i feel like that's in my nature um but at least for now yeah let's uh let's get some distance let's get some separation let's it's kind of it's kind of grow some other roots you know let's let's do something new let's change it up let's let's build something else for ourselves let's build a new life for ourselves and to me that's that's like so exciting it's like dang man like to to rebuild my life but rebuild it in a way that really feels good for me and sits well in my heart and I'm doing it for the joy of it because I want to enjoy my life first and foremost. And whatever comes from that, like, like cool, I'll, I'll enjoy the fruits of the labor from me doing things that I love to do. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll enjoy the fruits of the labor. Like, fuck, bro. Ugh, dude. I'm so fucking grateful. I'm so fucking grateful, man. the the amount of presence that I have and the amount of comfort that I've been having the past couple of days and how I've been able just to really sit and relax in interactions. Wow. That's all I got for you. I appreciate you listening and I'll talk to you soon. Peace.